1: I do think that it's so deliberate that God has taken the whole world and like, you will pause. You will take a rest. Even people who have worked harder than ever in this season, there's been a level of rest just because of the lack of distraction, just because you couldn't go out to eat. You weren't, you couldn't hang out with friends. There's a lot you couldn't do, even if
0: you had to work hard. He simplified our life across the whole globe. As Elizabeth will point out in today's message, As tiring and hard as this pandemic has been on everyone, God can work and turn it into an instrument for His purposes. One benefit has been the rest many of us have been forced into. We've been required to pause, giving us an opportunity to refocus our attention on God. Now, here's Pastor Robert and Elizabeth in the book of Matthew chapter 11. As they continue their message, Communion together.
1: From Matthew 11, these familiar words, that's what he's really begun to say. It works if you actually do it. So he, he says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Inside, but but so because we hear this so much, I, I, I found that I, I find a lot of beauty and freshness in the message interpretation. Of the same, So this is how the message says the same passage. It's like a poetic interpretation. But, but it resonates when maybe these words are too familiar. Are you tired? Worn out. Burnt out on religion. Come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life. I will show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. In other words, what I lay on you fits you. Keep company with me, and you'll learn how to live freely and lightly. And, and if you look back the, for how long, a little bit, three months, four, however long this pandemic has been Mid- a reality. march
2: was our last service. So march 17th. march yeah. yeah.
1: So yeah. since then, if you look back at that time, I think that God has been very deliberate about this time, even though we're not making light of what it has cost people who have lost their jobs, their, their friends, their lives to this. I know that it's not an easy thing, but it must, I do think that it's so deliberate that God has taken the whole world and like, you will pause, you will take a rest. Even, even people who have worked harder than ever in this season, there's been a level of rest just because of the lack of distraction. Just because you couldn't go out to eat. You, weren't, you couldn't hang out with friends. There's a lot you couldn't do, even if you had to work hard. He simplified our life across the whole globe. And, and, and it reminded me so much of what he did to the Israelites when he kept saying, you must let the, the land rest every seventh year. But they didn't. And so it's like, enough, you're going into exile for 70 years so that the land can get rest. And we saw in that pandemic how how the land revived, how much of nature recovered. And and it's so fascinating to me that just as we're about to open, last Tuesday was our first oasis back in in session. (laughs) And the weather rained everyone out. Like God is like, I I don't know why or what he's saying, but he is putting a, a pause He's extending the pause. And then tonight there's a curfew. And there's something God is doing that just has me paying attention. It's like, okay, there's something about your rest and your yoke that's forbidding us to just kick up speed as if nothing happened, as if if now we're back to normal. I
2: I think it's like a divine paragraph break, if you will. Like God just threw his arms up, you know, yeah, brackets, whatever you want to call it. Because of the fact that like we looked at in Matthew 24, we're moving into the last hour, if you will. And I think he wants us to like, you need to stop, you need to take a minute and you need to realize things are not the same. Things are never going to be the same. The new normal, you can forget about that. You can forget about that. Life as you knew it, it's over. You're you're now, you're in like the last hour, and you need to wake up and be about my business. That's my interpretation of what's going on right now.
1: I I completely, I mean, obviously I agree, and I think that that is what he's doing. And if you look at how, it's true, we know the script that the world is going to follow, but we don't have to follow it. That's right. And that's what tonight is about, because the world can descend into, it will descend into enmity and hatred and chaos, but we are the church. For such a time as this and so for me what it looked like is like we had this two months or something where the whole world was in the we were very aware of what unified us the whole world is in the same situation with this and then maybe we thought we were more one that we were in that situation and then it's just how what god always does then old impurities rise up oh you're one you think you're and then old things that have been not dealt with are rising up. And and so it's it's like this it can be a test or it can be a purification. We can't we can only ask him for what is my role in this. And that is a powerful thing to do, to say, I will do what, what you call me to do. So so as I I maybe thought that peace and pause and Sabbath happened to the whole world. And it was it was almost like a pause to say, okay, now get ready for the next thing. And so even though the enmity will happen to everyone else, we can choose to say, I will rid myself of anything that is not fitting in his yoke for this season.
2: Dr. Tony Evans, you know, he posted, he's posted a bunch of stuff in the last week about what happened in Minneapolis with George Floyd, you know, being killed, and and. He, He's somebody, I just, I love listening to him. I wish I could do the whole rhyming thing. You know, he always comes up with the rhymes, you know? It's like he makes the words, you know, he's a a genius with the language, but he said this. He said, until we become kingdom-minded and not denominationally class or racially-minded, we will not be Christ-minded. Until we are Christ-minded, we will not be socially minded to address the divisions between us. And I thought, man, I wish I had that guy's gift with language. You know, it's because he summed it up so well. We, we are, we are most definitely living in the last days. You know, as I talked about on, you know, Pentecost Sunday, the, the, the you know, the prophecy in Joel and. Peter pointed it out when, and we'll look at it again this Sunday when everybody's, you know, the crowd gathered because they heard the wind, they heard everybody speaking in different languages and praising God in, in these different languages, and they knew they were, you know, all these people are from Galilee, and 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 so they were a bit confused. And Peter said, you know, they thought they were drunk. And Peter said, Nobody's drunk. It's this is the fulfillment of, of Joel's prophecy. Joel 2.28, God promised to pour out of his spirit on all flesh, and, and he's like, you know, that's what's going on here. That's what's taking place here. And the, the thing that's easy to miss is the fact that, that the, the prophecy says, in the last days, God says, I'll do this. So it began on Pentecost. It began 2,000 years ago. It's ongoing. And what Jesus told us is that we're going to see, it's like the clock's going to speed up. It's, it, it, it you know, it's going to intensify. And I I think, like I said, I think we just, you know, had like a paragraph break or a comma, whatever, you, whatever you're going to call it. And you know how the roller coaster goes up, you know, and it's kind of going up at the, you know, and then it hits the peak and all of a sudden zoom. Well, I think... Get ready for Zoom. You know, I, I really think that, that that's where we are. And, and and I know, you know, this season for, for a lot of us, you know, it, for me, I mean, if I can just be totally honest, I loved it. I mean, it was, you know, because I'm introverted. I, I don't get recharged by the crowds of people and always interacting with everybody and all of that. I get recharged by being alone. So for me to have two and a half months where... Let's just say I got a lot of cave time in the last two and a half months. and I, and I, I enjoyed that. But at the same time,
1: it's not real. Life. Like
2: she said, it's not well, and not only that. This has been a devastating season for some.
0: Thanks for tuning in to Community Nights, a ministry of Main Thing Radio and Calvary Miami Beach. Pastor Robert and Elizabeth invite you to join them each Friday as they share from the scriptures those things that are important to the church, the church family, and the community outside your four walls. We're so glad you joined us. If you'd like to explore more of these messages or listen to Pastor Robert's verse-by-verse teachings through the Bible, Visit MainThingRadio.com now. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You'll find a link on our website. We'd love to hear from you too. Let us know how Main Thing Radio has impacted you or someone you know. And tell us what the Lord's been doing in your life. You can connect through the contact form at MainThingRadio.com, through Facebook or Twitter, or just give us a call at 305-531-2730. Be sure to share any prayer requests too. We want to know how we can pray for you. That number again is 305-531-2730. We're coming to the end of our time with you today. Join Pastor Robert and Elizabeth next time for another Friday edition of Main Thing Radio.